welcome to the Climb Your Mountain podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Maurer, a life coach, certified ultra running coach, and high altitude mountaineer. Each week, I show you how to train, eat, think, and live like an athlete so you can reach that summit, hike that hike, or finish that trail race. My passion is to empower people of all ages and sizes to get outside and live lives of adventure. Remember, endurance training will never be easier than today. So let's dive into the show. Hey friends, how you doing? I am doing good. I'm recording this on the Monday before Thanksgiving. I was actually supposed to be gone for most of this week. I was supposed to go on a trip to Escalante National Monuments in... I can't remember. I think it's in Utah. I'm like, where is it? Anyway, I was going to go there and do some some canyoneering and have decided not to do that because as I talked about in the bonus episode that dropped this week, I've been dealing with some upper respiratory stuff, viruses that I just can't shake. It might be COVID. It might be more than one virus. Anyway, here I am. So I get to record a podcast. I get to be here this week for clients, for coaching, which I don't know, like Thanksgiving for some of us is kind of a crazy time. So they might appreciate that. And yeah, trying to really make the most of it and make it a productive couple of days I didn't really expect to have. So what are we talking about today? Over the next few weeks, I really want to talk about all things body fat. Here's the thing. Many people come to trail running, hiking, mountaineering with health and weight loss, at least as secondary goals. And at least among my clients, it's rarely their very first goal, which I think is awesome. But Here's how most of them actually go about fat loss. They increase their activity level, and sometimes they do it drastically, and then they're surprised when weight loss doesn't follow right after that. In fact, some of them even tend to gain weight during periods of hard exercise. So the truth is that body composition is actually a lot more of a complex puzzle than many of us realize. And I really want to use this podcast to dispel some myths and show athletes safe and healthy ways to drop fat if that's indeed what you want to do. And do you even need to drop fat? That's the decision I want to discuss today. The pros, the cons, the reasons to do it, the reasons to not do it. So I feel like this is such a polarizing topic, by the way. I'm pretty body inclusive in my content. I tell a lot of my own story as an athlete who's not particularly lean. And a few weeks ago, I started posting a little about my own four-week journey to drop a little bit of body fat on Instagram. And a fair number of people unfollowed me. It was the most unfollows that I've gotten in a while, which is fine. But it had occurred to me that it might be helpful for folks to know the context around why I made this decision. And I think it's a topic worth covering because when I'm coaching people, I just see the same thought errors about body fat over and over. And a lot of that gets perpetuated online, places like Instagram. So let's do it. I'm going to start with a little of my own story. So for maybe the the past six years, I've been hanging out at around 30% body fat, according to my biometric scale. So I climbed Mount Rainier at that weight. I ran my longest ultra race, which was 44 miles at that weight. And by the way, for simplicity, I'm going to use weight and body fat percentage interchangeably because for endurance athletes who don't do a ton of lifting, they, they often track to However, the fat percentage, which we also call body composition, is arguably the number 
whatever that's more important. So anyway, I did all of this and I never really felt any urge to change my weight. It's an easy weight for me to maintain. I don't have to think about it. I'm healthy at this weight. All my blood work is good. Another thing I like about being this weight is that it allows me to socialize without stress. Eating out and drinking with friends are a big part of my social life, and they're really important to my mental health. So I don't want to constrain that part of my life with too many rules. So the reason I am now making a plan to get leaner after many happy years at my current weight is purely strategic, and here's what it is. I've mostly run 50K ultras in the past, that's about 31 miles, and I would like them to make the move up to 50 mile races. So that's a big jump up, right? And those 50 mile races, they have much tighter cutoffs, so you have to be faster, especially when going uphill. And kind of at the same time, I realized that I have hit an upward limit on how much time I can dedicate to training. I could certainly train smarter, especially when it comes to things like my speed work. But I also know from experience that dropping even a couple pounds will make me faster on hills. So I've made this very conscious decision to drop weight to reach this 50-mile race goal. And a lot of people, I think, probably imagine that I'm trying to lose like 20 pounds or something, I'm probably trying to lose maybe five or less. We're not talking enormous amounts of body fat. So I know this may be a decision a lot of you are grappling with too. So let's dig in and explore a little bit. What are some of the benefits of getting leaner? The most noticeable benefit for you as an athlete is going to be that it lowers the energy cost of walking or running. And that's going to make you a little bit faster, especially when you have to do something where you're moving uphill. In my experience, even two to three pounds makes a difference. Dropping some fats also going to increase your power to weight ratio. It's possible for two people to be 140 pounds, for example, but they have drastically different body compositions. One of them might be very muscular, very lean, and the other one, a lot of that 140 pounds might be more body fat. And in that case, the athlete with more muscle has an advantage overall because they can use that muscle to generate power, to push themselves uphill faster. Their power to weight ratio, as we say, is greater. So really, those are the big benefits of getting leaner. <laughs> and what's the downside? A lot of people are like, oh, oh my gosh, is there even a downside? We're so conditioned by Instagram, by culture, by, by everything to think that thinner is better. And it's not always. So one thing I really want you to remember is that the process of getting leaner always has a cost. It takes time and effort to change your eating habits. It can be physically and emotionally draining and uncomfortable. It can take a toll on your mental health. It takes lifestyle change, at least in the short term. So quick preview of coming attractions in the next episode. I'm going to talk about safe and healthy ways to lose body fats. And one of the things I'm going to talk about is how it's so important to keep the phase where you're actively losing pretty short because all of these things do have a cost. I think it's so important to acknowledge that and to design our weight and fat loss efforts around that. 
And here's a concept that blows my client's mind. You may also have to run and hike less when you're losing fat. That's because to drop a significant amount of fat, you have to create a mild energy deficit in your body by eating less. And that's hard to do when you're putting in a lot of volume. And if your goal is truly is to lose fat, not just pounds, it's also important to increase your strength training during fat loss. And this ensures you lose fat, not muscle, but but obviously that means you're gonna have less time to do cardio. Another thing I want you to really hold in your mind is that it's also possible to get too lean. Being too lean can weaken you as an endurance athlete. It can cause you to get injured more often. If you're too lean for too long, it can actually shorten your career. And often that edge between great performance and too lean is kind of sharp. It's easy to fall over the edge and not even realize it. So it's just so important to be tuned into your body, to be following safe practices, all of which we're going to talk about in the next episode. A story, I've told this on the podcast before, but I think it is just so mind-blowing and illustrative for those of us who have been told our whole life that leaner is better, is the story of Rochelle Sheilas. So she was a cross-country runner at the collegiate level. She was a two All-American, came in fourth at nationals, like really accomplished runner. But she shared her story on Instagram. And what she really said was, at the height of my career, I was just so miserable. I was too light. I felt irritable. I was tired. I was constantly hungry. I almost felt like my entire personality had changed for the worst. It was impacting my relationships. And she was, despite probably being a little bit too light, she was running well, and then she got a stress fracture that ended her season, kept her out of running for quite a while, and during her recovery, she gained 20 pounds. And after that, she decided to come back and race at that weight, and the crazy thing was, is she was really only a little bit slower to the point where it didn't really matter to her. I think at nationals in the 6K, the difference was maybe 12 seconds, which isn't much. And the cool thing was that at that weight where she was more or less running the same, she was healthier, she was happier, and really loved racing again. So she shared this story. And so many runners thanked her, I think because she really gave them permission finally to focus on priorities other than body composition, which is always the way it should be. And finally, I want to pause just to talk a little bit about what getting leaner won't do. First of all, dropping body fat is no substitute for training. You've probably heard me say this before on the podcast. If you've listened to the older episodes, fitness trumps all. You can do better in heat. You can do better at altitude. If you're someone that normally exercises where it's flat, you can do better in the mountains, and you can also do better having some extra fat on your body simply by being fitter. As a hiker, a mountaineer, a runner, your aerobic fitness is always the number one goal of each training season. The number one goal is never to shed body fat because on its own, it really does nothing to get you up that mountain. The other thing I want to talk about is the arrival fallacy, and this is the idea that when we're finally 
hitting our goal weight or our goal body composition, we're going to be happier. (laughs) We're going to feel so much positive emotion. We're going to reach the state of grace where everything is going to be okay. And quite honestly, we call this a fallacy because it's bullshit. (laughs) When you reach your goal weight, you may feel a dopamine hit. For sure, that may happen, but it's going to be fleeting. And then you will be the same person with the same brain that tells you you're not enough, you're not attractive enough, Now you got to get skinnier. Now you got to achieve some other goal to make this happiness happen finally. And the only way to break that cycle is to learn to manage your mind, which honestly, you can do at any weight. You can do it right now. It's what I am helping my clients do every day in coaching. So there you go. All my thoughts on to lose or to not to lose body fat. And if you've listened to this and the decision that you've come to is, I think I am just fine right where I am. I am so applauding you. I think that's amazing. You may want to, if you want to skip the next few episodes where we're focused a bit on how to lose fat, dive back into the archive and just listen to some of the training episodes. Those are going to be right where you need to be. If you've listened to this and you've thought it through and you feel like you have some good reasons why you want to shed some body fat, definitely tune in next week. I'm going to go through the process, how I do it, what it looks like, my do's and don'ts to keep it safe, to keep it healthy, to keep it sane, and above all, short-term for endurance athletes. So if you love the episode, if you have questions, reach out to me on Instagram anytime. My handle is at misadventurepants, and there's also a link to it in the show notes if you just don't want to search around. And yeah, hope to see you there, see you around the internet, and see you right back here next Wednesday morning. Bye, y'all.